0: Welcome to the Gordon Asset Management Podcast, a show for savers, investors, and entrepreneurs, helping you to stay informed, invest wisely, and achieve the unimaginable. Now, on to the show.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Gordon Asset Management Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Todd Zemple. And today we have a very special guest, uh, Aaron Shum, or Shum, depending on where you are in the world, uh, who is CEO and founder of Vestwell. Uh, Aaron, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate being here. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know how special of a guest I am, but but I do appreciate it.
1: <laughs> uh, well, Aaron, you um, most people find retirement plan record-keeping about as interesting as watching paint dry on the wall. Um, why don't you give our listeners a little background on you, uh, what you were doing before Vestwell, and how you got into the business?
0: Sure. Sure. Happy to. And, and, and I don't disagree with that sentiment. And, uh, we, we, I joke, and they kind of raise that with folks that we interview. Like, why do you want to be in this industry? Um but uh, so so. Long story short, so I've I've kind of grown up um, uh, at multiple sides of the table from large corporate ERISA, uh, starting my career there at Northern Trust, and uh, cut my teeth actually in the in the financial technology space uh, many years ago, uh, back in the early two thousands. Um, actually, building out a, a wealth platform uh, in the fintech world and, and working in that regard. Um, but most relevantly, what we ended up doing was actually. You know, falling into the space, you know, over the course, I, I built another wealth platform before this that sold uh, to a company called Investment out in Chicago uh, and then started InvestWell. But but really, you know, and I can give you some more color on, on how we actually got here. But and its core, cool, you know, for those who are less familiar with record keeping, think of it as the underlying engine to help allocate and manage a 401k, 403 b kind of workplace retirement plan. Um, and, and, the, and what actually needs to happen almost from like an accounting or portfolio accounting aspect. There's a lot of moving pieces that that go into that. And it's just kind of, you know, complex arcane king structure that that the world or the United States more so, um, given the, the regulatory entities that kind of oversee all this, um, has, has really been held back in many ways. Um, and the attention has been focused. There's been a lot of attention put into the wealth world over the last um, number of years, you know, probably argue the last 20 years or so in in building out really efficient ways that for people to engage in an entirely different way in, in wealth, um, not the same attention has not been placed in the retirement space, uh, surprisingly so. And, and I kind of, um, you know, being a glutton for punishment, decided to to take it on and, and say, listen, but it's time for change and we can do this. And having grown up and building these things at kind of large scale, uh, for, for very, you know, um, global enterprise uh, financial institutions and whatnot, understanding the underlying infrastructure and architecture and how these things actually get put together. Um, we, we decided to take it on and say, hey, we're gonna reinvent this and reset the bar and, and um, bring this side of the industry to the modern era that, that other aspects of the financial industry have already kind of been set on a path to do.
1: That's a pretty tall order. I mean, many of the record keepers out there currently, Fidelity, Great West, uh, sorry, Empower Now, et cetera, et cetera. Many of these 401k record keepers were actually started out of asset managers, so they had lots of money behind them. Um, And typically, uh, record keeping in the old days was just an avenue of, uh, it's just a way to sell product to 401k participants. Now, you guys are obviously different. Uh, You don't sell product per se. Correct.
0: Correct. Yes. And, and, and nor do we want to, right. Um, we do have an RA that, that we use sparingly for, for folks that need it. Right. But not, not, not to push a product. It's more just to offer a service uh, if needed, but, but, you know, so record keeping, you know, when you look at it, right. And just like probably many of your listeners, so record keeping doesn't matter. Right. And people shouldn't think about it and shouldn't have to. Uh, and, and they, in a lot of ways that the user hasn't had to, but it, but it always had to be there, right? And when, you know, the the it was started through um, asset managers largely because they were the big participants in the pension plans and they wanted to manage the assets, right, and as the world has moved into kind of this defined contribution world, um, we started looking and say, where does this process break down, right? And and more so, right, and they're large record keepers. They've been around for many years. They're running on technologies that had been around, you know, as long, not longer than a lot of them. Um, and, and they do what they do well um, in dealing with all the complexities and edge cases that that come with this industry. But when you start to drill down into the industry and look at the broader impact and where the market actually is, right, you know, years ago and, and, you know, in our parents' generations and whatnot, you know, people worked at these large, you know, Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies, and they were there for the course of their careers and so on. And whether it's pension or 401k, you know, that, that was in place. But as the world's evolved, right, people have gone smaller. Businesses have gone smaller. Um, you know, obviously, the big players will, will be there. But a lot of, you know, the small side of, the, of, this, of, of businesses really makes up the majority of, of of companies in the in the country. And when you dissect that and you start looking and say, okay, 75% of Americans, their American employees, their sole source of invested asset is their workplace retirement fund. It could be a 401k, it could be an IRA, it could be a fourth or whatever it is. But but that that is where their their first touch into the investment side, right? And 98% of businesses are actually in that kind of what we classify as SMB, small mid-sized businesses. Yet, that side of the industry has been largely neglected because the players who provided traditional retirement plan services haven't been able to to service that segment of the market at scale where it made sense to them as a business. So, if you were in this, if you're a small business uh, company and you wanted to offer a retirement plan to your employees, you could do so, but you were going to pay through the nose either for just the outright plan fees themselves or they were being offset by these asset management fees um, that were very expensive, because that was the only way to recoup some of the cost of actually servicing these plans. So we kind of took it upon ourselves to dissect this and say, listen, where does this process break down, right? And, you know, it, it's, it's you know, business of edge cases that I mentioned, but there's a lot of things that happen, like um, the payroll, right? There's hundreds and hundreds of payroll providers across the country, right? You, the, the top guys, like the ADPs, the paychecks, um, the the QuickBooks, whatnot, they they own a, a good chunk of the market, but there are a lot of regional players that, that happen. And they all have different technologies and different ways to connect. And that process creates a lot of friction, right? If you're a small business and you say, you know, maybe you have an HR person, if you're lucky, oftentimes it's like the CEO or the CFO that's processing payroll for the employees. That process has to go very smooth, right? And collecting the payroll um, uh, determining who's eligible for the plan uh getting that getting that 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 right the first time in a very streamlined way and then having all the other stuff that comes with 401ks and testing and tax filings, 5500s and all of that um all that has to go very smoothly for a small business because frankly they don't have the attention to place on it um like a large corporation would where they would have you know a whole committee that would manage this process so so the idea is hey it has to be scalable in the small market and has to really fly um, and And remove the friction and what I would argue that the kind of non value added components that add uh, incremental expense to servicing these plans so we could drive the overall cost to serve down and give people a plan in a small business that is you know priced at or or better than any plan you would get working for a large corporation so so that 's a lot of how we think about this and we we kind of just get away from the Traditional nomenclature, obviously, legally, you have to uh, incorporate some of it. But you try to just dissect it and say, what actually needs to be in place? How do you adhere to ERISA law? How do you make sure the SEC um, construct is, is, is all compliant? How do you make sure the IRS gets what they need in the Department of Labor? And then the rest of it just just look at it as a white slate and and say how are we going to draw this up the way it should be done today and that's that's basically what we do and we built this what we call record keeperless record keeper where it's a logic layer that that sits in a construct of a modern architecture that allows us to to really bring a workplace retirement plan uh up to the same level and the same um, standard that we look at every other aspect of our financial life whether it be on the wealth side or your banking, or anything else that you do you know, outside of your workplace. So we're really trying to bring these worlds together um, and make sure that, that the friction points are alleviated so people can have the best solution possible at a fraction of the, the, the price point and create an experience that, that you expect in every other aspect of your life.
1: That's great. And can you give us a few specific examples of what exactly Vestwell is doing uh, differently uh, to reduce some of that friction?
0: Yeah, I'll give, so I'll give you one on, on the um, payroll side, right? Because it's a, it's a one that, that's often a, a big hurdle. So we built out a patent-pending payroll and eligibility engine. And you're like, okay, well, who cares, right? Payroll. So this this is the point in which you your employees are going to get paid, right? Let's call it, say it's a, a semi-monthly pay schedule. And that payroll, you're going to say, I have X dollars uh, uh, that I can invest in a, work, a retirement plan, whether it's 4K and IRA or whatnot. That gets deducted out of your paycheck, right? Before it goes to your bank account, but then once it gets deducted out of your paycheck, it has to go somewhere, and it has to be looked at as like, is this eligible? Um, is is this the, the is this employee eligible to participate in this plan? Um, is um do they meet the right criteria and all the other things that happen after from the investment side? So, usually, what happens is a very manual process. Someone's grabbing a file, someone's bringing it over, um, and then it gets spit out in a traditional record keeper, right? It's like a four to seven day process of, um, you know, someone's birth date was wrong or the HR person fat fingered a social security number. And this happens all the time, all the time. It's kind of shocking. And what happens then it gets rejected. And the HR person says, I see a line, you know, line 42 has an error and I got to go figure out what this error is. Um, and they're not, they're, they are not they they do not have to be, you know, they're being forced to be specialists in this regard and they don't need to be. So it, it, it about 30 to 40 percent of the time, industry-wise, that process goes through cleanly. No one has to actually touch it. But you know, the other 60, 70 percent of the time, someone actually has to have some intervention, which delays the process, which keeps you out of the market, which creates you know these, these loss-gain scenarios and all the, the catch-up contributions and, and, and that may need to be had or, or, or additional loss-gain deposits to, to make up for that delta. What we do is automate that stuff. And find the easiest way to build connectivity. Now, payroll companies are different, uh, so they're not all. You can't work with them all the same. But we built out five different ways to capture payroll, and process it. And our goal, what we hold ourselves to, you know, and kind of um, our, our you know one of our OKRs that, that we're managing towards is we want 95% of payroll every time paychecks get get processed. We want 95% of that to go through cleanly and straight through manner where no one has to touch it. Well, right now, we're at 93% right so we're still you know more than double triple the the industry average um but you know we want that where it goes through smooth right and if you do that then you're helping you know we can we can process all this stuff in microseconds so now a, a four-day process just got distilled down to microseconds and, and creating again creating that real-time experience that we all kind of expect there's still things with ach that are a bit arcane that we can't really change right and, and the delays there but but we're, we're slowly working towards that and pushing pushing the the kind of uh the edge on how this stuff can really change over to the modern world.
1: Yeah, that's great. Thanks for that. And and so philosophically, um, are you requiring plan sponsors to sort of live within your world in terms of plan document and option uh, adoption agreement? Um, Or have you built this technology to be flexible around uh, outside providers uh, and all the potential different provisions that uh, could be permitted in the adoption agreement and plan document?
0: yeah both um so we do both it depends on, on who we work with so most people will never hear of best law, right it's always white label we're the engine inside a lot of household names that um uh, you know are, are global brands um that uh, are out there but but you know they don't know that they're actually logging in and using us or or, or, or information is being processed through us right we're, again we're just the underlying infrastructure engine that makes this stuff really work um so so plan doc wise we have a couple ways to do it we we uh, have partnered with uh, FT William uh, and their Walters Clear company, and, and uh, we use FT William's kind of volume, volume submitter plan docs uh, for the majority of our business. But we also have providers that have their own, and they want to use that, um, so we can just plug those in. It to us, to us it doesn't matter, right? We're not going to tell people how to run their business um, uh, with who we work with, and I should I should actually explain that. So we work through two major channels. Um, the vast vast majority of of the folks we work with are through the financial institution side of things. So think of uh, insurance companies, asset managers, uh, advisory groups through RAs, uh, broker dealers, and so on. Right? That's you know, 93% of retirement plans in this country have an advisor attached to them. Um, so so it's we're heavily focused there. And, and you know, my career and a lot of the team we used to have been spent you know working and building platforms for financial advisors. So we put we put that kind of front and center. Um, but we also work a lot with payroll providers and they're not mutually exclusive, but there's a lot of payroll providers who are out there and say, Hey, I want to go, you know, take business from one of their competitors and I need a, I need a retirement plan offering that I can call mine, uh, as part of that value add service to them. So, so we're working with them in in that regard. So, so we'll put those pieces in place, um, and then, and then, and then basically roll it out to the market. Um, so no one really know it's us. But if someone says, hey, I have a large book of business, and I already have the plan docs, and I don't want to change them, we can just plug those in and map them into the platform.
1: Got it. Now, very broadly, if if we have listeners that are looking to potentially start a retirement plan or looking to maybe make a change in their record keeper, what would you say are the top things uh, that Vestwell does differently or uh, that people should consider um, when uh, looking for a new record keeper?
0: Yeah, I mean the, the the biggest thing is is know know yourself, your, your business, and your employees. Right, ERISA was designed for the benefit of employees and, and to help them, um, you know, making sure that that they're protected and given the best solution pro, uh, possible. Um, but you also have to look at kind of why you're doing things. Right, is is this uh, you know is it a small practice? It's called a legal group where you know <clears throat> there, there's highly compensated individuals. There's you know profit sharing, cash balance. Um, Those sort of structures, right? And kind of understanding how that works and and flows into the equation. Um, The other side of it is, you know, um, you know, obviously expense is a big one, right? Making sure, you know, the top three thing, you know, we just, we do this annual study every year um, and it's, it's expense, it's experience and it's, it's client service. Um, And people have different weightings as to how they prioritize those between, you know, a business plan sponsor and a financial advisor, um, but those those top three things still remain in the top three. Um, so kind of knowing, w- you know, what is your appetite for this? Who's going to pay for it? Is the company going to pay for it? Is the employee going to pay for it? Um, and all of those things, right, are, are, need to be flexible. We we take an approach to where we are um, we're not a one size fits all shop, right? Because uh, I look at the world, and, and our team looks at the world. And say it's not a one size fits all world. We're not going to create a box and try to shove everyone into it because that's not the right thing to do, right? The, but you can build it with flexibility and run it at scale in a small market. So our goal is to say, listen, every person that uses this platform, regardless of who it is, where you sit in the ecosystem, whether it's on the services side, the payroll side, the, the company or the employee side, everyone has to be better off than they were without us, right? And and that comes down to creating, you know, a highly efficient architecture that allows us to drive the cost of to serve down. Um, uh, create a better user experience than anyone and then and then making sure people get the services they need now it's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts it's a big ship lift and you know and unfortunately we can't build it all overnight but we've done a pretty good you know uh strategic kind of uh we've taken a pretty good strategic approach as to what we're going to focus on and then continue to get better and improve on that um so but those are kind of the broad things you know just making sure that you're finding the right thing based on design and experience whatnot uh that's right for you and and are you going to get what you need right if if i'm a, a small business and i go to a large provider because they have a cachet name and that cachet name is not comfortable working with small businesses. I'm going to get kind of you know boxed into a corner and not get what I actually need, right? So some people are like, hey, uh, I don't want to name names per se, but they're like, hey, I want to go work with so and so because I like their their name. And they're like, yeah, but they don't actually like working with you, right? <laughs> and then they, they may <laughs> yeah. do it, but but <laughs> it, it doesn't necessarily fit. So you know you got to consider those things.
1: Yeah, and so just a, a quick commercial. So the 2020 retirement. Trends report that you guys have on your website right now, vestwell.com, was great. Um, it's a great summary of just what people are thinking, uh, what plan sponsors and advisors are thinking, and, and what they find important. So if anybody's interested, I urge you to go uh, to vestwell.com and check that out. I think it was a great report. Um, Aaron, looking ac- across the horizon, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about PEPs. Uh, and maps right now and, and how that may potentially help uh, folks to scale. Where do you see the record keeper industry headed?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. It's always the the topic of the day nowadays, but, um, so I'll give you my, my personal view, right. And then I'll tell you what we're going to do. So my personal view is, is great that the attention is being placed on it from an industry perspective and that people are trying to find better solutions, uh, I think it's a very short sighted solution. Uh, and ultimately, right, the, the larger traditional players are going to look at peps and maps and say, this is our way to service people at a cheaper price point. Right. Uh, good on the surface. But when you actually, you know, going back to our last last point, if you're looking at what is right for for my business and my employees, that may ultimately not be the right thing. Uh, so, you know, kind of creates a box. That people are shoved into um, just to create additional efficiencies from the provider perspective, and the reason why they need those additional efficiencies is because they're they're held back by legacy technology, right? Uh, and they can't they can't actually do what they want to do. Um, and, and listen, we we worked with legacy technology providers, right? And when we started this business. We worked with a realized partner because we couldn't build a a record keeper out of the gate because uh, frankly we would have ran out of cash, right, and, and failed as a business. So we learn from that and say, okay, where are the efficiencies and we can build this, you know, better, faster, cheaper, um, and, and do it in the right construct in a modern way, right? Um, those other large incumbents don't necessarily always have that opportunity, right? So this is a way for them to to kind of band-aid that process. Um, that being said, uh, we will offer PEPS and MEPs because we work with some institutions that that want to just, you know, check a box and say they have it out there. Um, and that's fine, right? And, and frankly, our system has been designed from day one to kind of basically do a pep structure anyway, right? The 5500 process is slightly different. Um, but, but it's, it's ultimately the same thing. So our, like I said, our, you know, before our job is not to tell people how to run their business. Our, our job is to enable it in the, the best way humanly possible. Um, and that's where we focus on. And, and, you know, we would say if that that's what you, how you want to build your business. Great. We'll, we'll power it
1: right you know it's funny uh we had ted Benna on the podcast a couple weeks ago and we asked him the same question and his answer was actually pretty close to your answer uh so you're both kind of thinking along the the same lines um and and really we think the same thing i mean with technology uh it almost seems like the need for peps and meps uh is greatly diminished as technology gets better and better one one and just
0: if i can add one point to that so so i've I've said this to someone that asked us, I said, why would you want to offer a map when you can offer a custom plan to anyone at a cheaper price point than you'll ever be able to offer a map, And then have the opportunity to actually grow with them, change the plan design, because your needs, you know, when you're a five-person company are different than when you're 50 in a 500-person company, right? And if you're growing, you're going to have to change, right? So why go into a map where you're going to have to, you know, convert back out of it? and then find something else where, you know, so, so that's our philosophy. But again, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely offer maps for folks that need it.
1: Yep. Uh, so Aaron, uh, any other closing thoughts before we wrap things up today?
0: No, I mean, the only thing I'll say is, is, is back to your original comment, like as boring as you know quote unquote retirement or record keeping is, it is, Incredibly exciting right now. Um, it is. I, I've I've never seen this much attention. You know, I, I I came up with the idea to build this company back in 2010 um, when we were we, when I, we were about three years into my last company. We were building on the wealth side. I said, hey, we should go build this and like marry retirement and wealth. And uh, our investors were like, that's great, but we have enough to do. Get back to work. Focus on wealth. Right. So um, so fast forward. You know, if I had done this then, it probably would have been a little premature. But just the, the, not only from just the insular industry that we kind of live in, but you know, you folks on Capitol Hill and whatnot, the attention being put on this space right now is awesome. Um, and it may not all be perfect right now with what people want to do and how they want to do it. But but the fact that there's the attention being applied to it and a lot of smart people floating around this country trying to solve problems, things are going to get better. Um, and and we like to be at the forefront of that and what we're building and, and how we think about it, right? And And our goal is ultimately to be the, the 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 solution that powers any workplace and savings program right whatever that may be ira hsa 529 401k to b you know uh, emergency savings all of those things are basically to us from an architecture perspective the exact same um but the logic is different right so being able to have the adoption that we're having an attraction which is kind of astounding right now uh it's it's fun to see it because people are now looking at say ah, this actually can be changed, right? It, it's not just going to be like, well, this is what you get because this is what we have. People are like really pushing themselves right now to, to do things for the better. So I think it's a testament that kind of everyone in the industry and, um, and and the focus that's being put there.
1: Yeah, and I couldn't agree with you more, um, you know, in our business as well, on the advisory side, well, technology is finally getting to a point where you can offer custom at a low and, and reasonable cost. Uh, and so this is, exciting for me you know I, I i think a lot of our listeners know i used to work in record keeping i used to be a tpa Now work on the advisory side so i've kind of seen it from all angles uh but it is indeed an exciting time to be in the business uh so aaron i appreciate your time today and uh hopefully as things progress uh you're you're welcome to come back on and, and share your thoughts uh, about what's going on in the industry
0: thank you todd really appreciate it thank you for your time as well
1: all right thanks aaron have a great one
0: Information in this podcast is presented for educational and entertainment purposes only and is subject to change without notice. Opinions expressed to those of the participants and don't necessarily reflect those of Gordon Asset Management LLC, its producers, hosts, or guests. Information presented should not be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice, or a recommendation or solicitation for the sale of any product or strategy. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from qualified professionals to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Investments involve risks. Neither Gordon Asset Management LLC nor its podcast participants shall be liable for losses resulting from decisions based on information or viewpoints presented on this podcast.